now got in for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 141 of the NYYST podcast. I'm your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And it's that guy, Ryan. What up? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. I I didn't draft any New York Giants because I know you didn't listen to the last pod and I mentioned it. Uh, Really, Saquon Barkley is the only one worth drafting. Yeah, I mean, who else are you going to draft? I mean, you probably take a shot on Evan Ingram late. Yeah, true. Okay. We're about to go into the playoffs for Major League Baseball, and you guys are talking about... Yeah, I had to get that out of my chest, because... <clears throat> you're talking about football. Christian Witch torn ACLs for all of my team, so... Well, you chose the fantasy draft over coming to do the show, so... It was right, you know you could bring you your... You know you could bring your mic, like, closer and right in the center of you, right? Like, that's why it's on an arm. I'm good, bro. You good? Speaking of on an I'm arm, good. let's get this out of the way right off the bat here okay because this is our new uh when we talk to one another too we just look up this is our new like setup here we're all sitting up on the same side of the table here and it was chris's you know is it's like nice and nifty like if you don't watch us on youtube and you know maybe you should check us out on youtube chris how do you how would you find us on youtube you go to youtube you type in m-o-i-s-t or m-o-i-s-t podcast will pop right up Subscribe, like our videos, and make sure if you listen on iTunes or anywhere else, you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and review. Okay, so, but if you are an avid podcast listener, meaning you listen through us through iTunes or any other, I don't know, how else do people listen to podcasts? I don't know. I don't Every, know. Honestly, iHeartRadio has become very big. Okay, okay. So if that's how you listen to this show, then you wouldn't see this, but we're all sitting on the side, same side of the table here. Chris has come up with this nice nifty thing where it looks like we're talking through Topps baseball cards. It's really, it's, it's really a, a nice it's appealing. looking thing. It's, it's a nice looking thing that he set up here. But... If you're a long-time listener of the show here, you know that he is owed a punch in the face by Ryan, which now he so conveniently stuck me in the middle of the two of them. Baby! Yeah, this is hard. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? Plus, it's my weaker side, so like... So, yeah. So, look. You can get me. I can't get you. See, you, you, you're smart. Look, I know, I know. I like to say that you're stupid, and you are, but you're smart enough to know. <laughs> He's like Kaiser Soze over there. <laughs> He's smart enough to realize that he can't get punched in the face from where you two are, especially I with me in swore, the middle. I swore on the Yankees winning the World Series this year that, and I told you this, and I was honest. When I did this, I was not thinking about it. Until literally okay. five minutes before you guys showed up. Then he's like, yeah, like this is good. I'm not That's getting great. a punch in the face now. Okay. I'm not. No, I'll get him. I got long arms. It'll make it that much sweeter when he gets me. Oh, I, you know It's going to hurt, too. I'm a little bit disappointed. But we'll figure it out. But. But. Hopefully, uh, you did not uh, miss out on our uh, sale that we ran last week. So, we're going to get it out of the way nice and early today. Uh, the code is gone. The one for the buy one, get one uh, for a dollar is gone. Uh, now it's Labor Day weekend. New code. Uh, what do you want to go with, with the code here? Let's go. Since we're, we're, What are we dropping? The Gary shirt? Sure. Since it's Labor Day and Gary's lazy, right? How about Lazy 24? 
Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. So, he doesn't labor. He's lazy. So let's go lazy 24. L-A-Z-Y. L-A-Z-Y 2-4. And uh, how many home runs has Gary Sanchez hit this year? I think 34. 4? No, it's important. Let's look it up. Let's get an accurate number. How many home runs has Gary Sanchez hit this year? Well, he had two today. I think he hit 33 and 34. I'll get, I think it shows up right on the stupid ESPN app that I use for some reason. Good win today. Uh, Gary Sanchez has hit 32 home runs. 32. Okay. okay. So use the code LAZY24 and it will save you 32%. 32% for 1% Ooh. for every home run that Gary Sanchez has hit this year. Code, again, LAZY24 will save you 32% off at checkout. Just on- that t-shirt or all t-shirts? What do you want to do? You tell me. You want to open it up to everything? It's Labor Day weekend. Yes, All everything. Right. Everything on the shop. Your entire order. Your entire order, 32% off. Every 1% for every home run Gary has knocked out of the ballpark this year. Code LAZY24. Lazy. Which will be active until the next time. Now, we Ryan record. doesn't fully know this unless he listened, but we are not posting this anywhere. Nowhere. So when you, if you retweet the. When I drop the Gary shirt, do not post the Lazy24 code. It is exclusive to only only to people who watch or listen to the show. Yes, you have to listen to the pod or watch the pod. It's exclusive to our uh, listeners and viewers, okay? I like that. So some people did take advantage of the buy one, get one for a dollar last week. So we were, we, were, we were very pleased with that. So let's keep it rolling here. 32% off your entire order. Anything you want. Boom. Lazy 24. And I love this shirt. Yeah, this is my favorite I one can't yet. wait to get it. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? Let's do another little bit of bookkeeping. We're recording here Saturday night. I'm going to be gone for the rest of the weekend. These Thank two, God. These two knuckleheads are going to the game tomorrow, so Chris can be miserable. Uh, no, I'm actually excited. Oh, now he's excited because he had to be a miserable prick when he went with me to the game, but now he's going with other people. He's, he's excited. Mike Messina Day. Like Musina Hall of Fame Day. So we figured, you know what? Labor Day weekend, people might be doing a little traveling to the beach, a barbecue tomorrow. Let's do the pod Saturday night. Get it out for everybody to listen Sunday morning when when they might be going to wherever the hell they're going. Because, uh, you know what? Truth be told, numbers aren't usually great on holiday Monday. So, you know know what? You You got an extra day to listen now. Okay. So there you go. I throw the. I actually throw. If you watch us on YouTube, you get it firsthand, because I usually throw the the video out right away because YouTube and the videos play play better at night and on the weekends actually, mm-hmm. which is different than the podcast, the actual audio. So, either way, I think people become creatures of habit with the audio. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is like commuting to work. You know, being in the car. Yeah, so when you commute into the beach or commute into your barbecue. Or sitting on the beach and relaxing on the beach or relaxing by the pool. Or you're commuting to the game tomorrow, you know, listen to the pod. Here we go. Uh, so you sounded very New Yorkish just now. Tomorrow. Commute, uh, commute into the game tomorrow. I'm going to start doing, yeah, I'm gonna start doing uh, Christian translations. Here's this translation for you. Go fuck yourself. Okay? 
Uh, here we go. Uh, Yanks today win 4-3 and 11, uh, beat the Oakland Athletics. Uh, I know a lot of Yankees Twitter thought that the Yankees could never, ever beat the Oakland A's, but they did prove that they could today. Uh, Domingo Herman was solid, two runs over five innings. Uh, he was around, what, 85 pitches or so? Around there. and uh, I think he was actually right at 86. So you maybe figured he could have went another one. He did labor a little bit. Boom, went out there, and I loved it. I really loved this. He went out there, and he stuck his finger yep. right in Domingo Herman's chest and told him to knock this shit off and go get this guy. And yep, what did he awesome. do? And he did it. And he went out and he got him. And so. you know what? That was one of the best uh, batters he faced all game after that. His his uh, breaking stuff looked nasty. He was breaking in his back foot, and he got him. So Boone went out there, pepped up his. Uh, you got to call him his ace, right? He's pretty much pitched like an ace most of the season this year. He went out there and got the out that he needed from him, and um, and, yeah. that, and the he, bullpen took care of the rest. Uh, kind of. Adovino was a little shaky today. Uh, what do I want to say here? You could have probably sent Herman out for the sixth inning. Are the Yankees being a little uh, cognizant of his innings now as we're approaching September? Yes, and I think over the last couple games, over the last few games, you can really start to see that transition now for the Yankees where that we've been talking about over the last few weeks where, yes, home field, that's on our minds, that's on their minds. But first priority is making sure these guys are fresh, making sure they get healthy. We got another fucking injury today, which is just insane. Maybe possibly two injuries. Did anything come out on Chapman? Uh, I didn't hear anything. Maybe it was Because just... he looked injured to me, and we both said it. You said it, and I was thinking it. But, you know, you're starting to see that transition right now, I feel like. He uh, he was quick to pull to pull Herman. Who pitched yesterday? Huh? Who pitched yesterday? Sabathia. Sabathia, that's... Who pitched the day before? They were off. And Paxson was and Paxson the day before pitched that. the day before. Okay. I think someone was pulled yesterday, too, after CC, And I, I don't know. I just, I've been realizing. Now who got, what do you mean somebody got pulled after CC? So he someone went to who, for two innings, and they had a lead. So then he was going to roll out the bullpen. But Tommy Canely had a rear bat. That's what, that's what it was. Now I've been seeing over the last couple of games just down by a run or two. Where the whole year he's been still going to some of his bigger guys in that in those situations, it's becoming the Nestor Cortezes and the Gearins now. Where if unless they have a lead, he's not he's not throwing his big guys. They were down today, and he went to his big guys. No. Yes. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Who pitched? When they were down th- three to two, who really? Came in the game? Yeah, but who came in when it was two two? That because I think after yesterday he was trying to avoid using Tommy Keenley today. I mm-hmm. think that was his plan. He wanted to try to stay away from Tommy Keenley. What's the plan with Gear and just throw him until his arm falls off? Hey, you know what? He's been pretty yeah, solid probably. since he came here. He's good. Hey, he's got a good ERA. He's got a respectable ERA. His yeah. ERA was. I mean, I was surprised that the, they uh, Seattle put him on waivers, considering that they are maybe terrible. because he's a fucking liability. How's he a liability? Because he balks. It looks like he's going to balk every single time. Yeah, but that's not a balk. No, yeah, it was the other night. 
That right. was a little scummy of a move on Seattle's part. Like you just trade yes, this guy. It you was. know what his situation is. And you knew why. Like, you knew why they brought it to the umpire's attention. The second that uh, he comes into the game, you you try to call call him out on it. And yeah, then, but look, that's what that's what you do when you're irrelevant, right? Hey, you, you know what? And then you know what? The umpires, you know, a bunch of you know like blind monkeys running around out there, like. Uh, I don't know what to do. And then they call a balk on it. And then like the next day, Major League Baseball is like, oh, it's not a balk. And then they did were Did they like, come out and say that? Yes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they did. They came out and say just as soon as, just as the same time, they came out and said, oh, Glaber Torres should have been allowed to score on this So on is Saturday this Major night. League Baseball's way of holding the umpires accountable lately? I guess. Because I've never, now this is twice in a couple weeks, in a week or so, that Major League Baseball has come out and actually said their umpires were wrong. And I have never seen that before. Well, the Yankees asked for clarification. They need to know if this guy's move is illegal or not. So they it's not like they just came out and said, oh, Corey Guerin's move is, is legal. The Yankees asked Major League Baseball to, you know, give, give him a ruling on it. Just like they want a clarification on the rule with Gleyber Torres and Major League Baseball. is like, yeah, you you should have won that. You're tied. That game should have been tied in the ninth inning there. Right. Who was the was home great. plate umpire in today's game, dude? That was the worst umpire I've no, ever seen. No, I disagree, he dude. He was terrible. I disagree. He, he no, he was, no, he was frustrating. You should watch it again and watch. He literally, he had different zones. If a lefty was up, he would call the high and outside pitch a strike. And if a righty was up, he wouldn't call that a strike. He'd only call the low and outside pitch a strike. He had two different zones depending on which foot the batter was using. I don't know. I thought that he was a hitter's umpire, and he was a hitter's umpire all game. I mean, Loisica threw a strike pretty much right down the middle, high high up a little bit, and he called it a ball. All right, so let's talk about Jonathan Loisica here before we get into a little bit of uh – the past because you guys came on you did a bonus show uh, after the seattle series so i don't think we really need to touch on that much uh before we talk about the two oakland games jonathan loisica this guy's got really nasty stuff he does 99 he's got a really good breaking ball he does and what's his issue he cannot throw strikes his issue is that he can't throw strikes. His issue is that, is that he, he can't throw strikes. I just is said is that it. he's been hurt. It's a, it's a rhetorical question. His issue is he can't throw strikes. I already know what the answer is. Well, why? But why can't he throw strikes? He couldn't throw strikes last year either when he came up. Yeah, and, and he hasn't had time to work on it. Oh, that's why they keep sending him down to AAA. That's why that was a book on and he him. He keeps and, getting hurt. Give the kid time. Give the kid time to all right. Be First healthy, of, stay healthy, and work on it. What was the book on him when he came up last year? He, he, his numbers look better than they might in the in big in the big leagues because guys right. have a higher chase rate down in the minor right. leagues. Yeah, and, didn't he walk made, more in his first major league start than he did in his entire he walked, time? Like, four in the guys and yeah. like before yeah. you First can two eat. innings. But that's why his stuff translates so well in the minor leagues because it's friggin' filthy. His stuff You're will right. translate really well in the big leagues if he could learn to command his own better. So today, in my, I don't know, you guys can disagree with me. Today was an audition for Jonathan Wiseka for the postseason. You Absolutely. Think? And how do you think he did? I think that he passed, but with like a C minus. He didn't give up any runs. Good enough to still consider mm, him. I don't know, man. You are you, see my yeah. I I don't think he's done and he's done anything to eliminate himself from the process. But I wouldn't give him an automatic spot on the postseason roster based on what I saw today. Here's where I like Jonathan Lewizica in the postseason. He's not a guy unless over the next however last however many games that he comes in. Unless he is lights out, barely walking anyone. That's I'm not. not it's not. 
And I, that means that I'm not confident bringing him in in a situation where I'm expecting him to get more than two or three outs. No, he's got to start an inning clean. You're not going to bring him. He's not going to be what I like to call a fire extinguisher. Right. He's going to he's going to come in against the guy who has a really difficult time uh, hitting breaking balls, and that's all he's going to throw. I don't know. And, Could you use him as a? Uh, see, this is the problem though. Like, if you're trying to figure out where Jonathan Wysicka fits in the postseason. It's when you're you're going to use him in a situation where you're not getting length out of your starter. Yes. Right. So you almost don't want to see Jonathan Wiseman in the postseason. But aren't you going to do that with with Chad Green? I mean, isn't that going to be Chad Green's role too? Not really. It all really depends on what Luis Severino uh, comes back and shows you. Because if Luis Severino is going to come back and be a guy that can give you four innings, then Chad, you're probably going to go Chad Green open. Then yeah. Sevy is your bulk guy. And into the bull, into which is into what Ryan your, was saying, into your top four. Yes, yeah. Ryan invented that ideology right there. He was the only one in the history of the world that had said oh, that. Thank you for giving me credit. For I am. You had it first. Sure. Thank you. You had it first. He did. I just, I don't know if Luizga fits with this team in the postseason. I don't think he compliments anyone else. All right. But here's where I'll argue you a little bit. You're going to need to fill that bullpen up, right? Who Who's better outside of our main guys? Who's better than Loisica at in the pecking order at that point? All right, so look at the, so you figure in the postseason the Yankees are probably going to carry. What do you want to say? You want to say they're going to carry twelve pitchers? Yeah, yeah, twelve. You figure they'll have their nine everyday guys, and you can probably go with an extra bench guy. Yes. Okay, so so write it down here. And write this down. Get me to twelve. Right, get me to twelve. Let's do it. All right, get me to twelve. So obviously, Start with the starters. You know your locks are Tanaka, Herman, Paxton, Paxton. All right, you want to put an you want to put an asterisk next to Severino because we can always go back to him. All right, so those you would say right now those are probably your starters, right? Yes. Okay, so then your bullpen is Chad Green, Ottavino, Britton, uh, Canely, and Chapman. So where are we at right now? Nine. Nine. So you might have three spots left open. Do you? And all right, so bef- don't get into it any deeper. Okay. Because I want to get, I want to devote a whole segment to this later. CC Sabathia is he on the postseason roster? No, no. Okay, I agree with that. Do you, Ryan? No, I don't think he'll even be healthy enough. Jay Hap, does Jay Hap get a get a postseason roster spot? Absolutely. I you think you think Hap will be on the postseason roster? Yes. What about you, Ryan? I'm. I would lean towards yes, but I'd also have to see how he finishes out the year. Here's why I. Th- oh, you said don't go into it, right? No, no, I, no, no, no. I oh, want you to break. You can break down everybody else except for CC. Here's I want to give CC his what about own Dylan segment. We're, let me we're on, right, we're let me get with Hap let's, real let's quick. Go, yeah, get with Hap. Here's get where I Hap. here's where I say definite with Hap. A, he's a lefty. All right, how does that come into play though? Because you're I'm not gonna, challenging. I just no, wanna, no, no, I want to hear. Because you're, go, hear you're going to here. you're going to use guys differently, right? Jay Hap is absolutely not getting a start in the postseason. So you, I'm. I want to. I just. I want to hear you out on this. So I. I want to ask questions. I want. Okay, yeah. I, wanna I want rebuttal. that. I, I want like to rebuttal what you're saying here. Right. Not to be confrontational, just because I want to hear your thought yes. process here. Are you using Jay Happ as a situational lefty then? Possibly. Oh no, I'm not doing that. But Absolutely here, not. But let me finish my thought, and maybe you'll agree with me. Okay. The main reason why I like Jay Happ, not just for situational. You like, you like bold guys. That's I right. love bold guys. Okay, so there you go. Because I think that Jay Happ, being a veteran not only gives them a good presence in the clubhouse and all that, because he'd be there anyway, but 
he's also had a lot of experience against a lot of these guys. So you might have a guy that you're facing in the postseason that Jay Happ has faced and has really good numbers against in a big spot. If you have three spots yeah, open, who's who in that point is he taking a spot over? All right, so let's – okay, that's fair. Who is he taking a spot over? So let's figure it out. Does he deserve it? If, the only way I will, I will disagree with myself is if you can show me a guy that it would come down to him or Happ and he's more valuable. I'll tell you who. Who? Jordan Montgomery. No, I don't you're think not going to throw a guy in the postseason who, who hasn't thrown a pitch all year. Jordan all right, Mon- so then Severino's not pitching that. That's according- different. No, it's not. You just said that you're not throwing a guy that hasn't pitched all year. So then Severino's off this list. I'll cross him out right now. To me, I'm going to agree. That's uh, way to, different. No, it's not. You literally just said if a pitcher hasn't pitched all season, then he won't what pitch I, in the postseason. Okay, so, so then change so your thought. I'll, I'll be more detailed. You're not going to throw some kid. Yeah, change who, Severino's Chris, a kid. Who, yeah, Chris, change who's a, it. Keep changing it. Who's a lefty junk pitcher who doesn't... How hard does he throw? 90? Who you've seen a little bit of over the last year and a half or so, but he's been hurt the entire year having... Didn't he have Tommy John? He did. And you're just going to throw him into a postseason game when even if he wasn't hurt, you still don't know what he is Severino. truly going into this season. How, Severino how you, is a proven pitcher. How can you pitcher. not say the same thing about Severino after well, the Severino, second half he had last this year? This is Severino's third postseason. It would be his third postseason. And Severino's now. also going to come back before the postseason if he's ever going to come back. So They're is not, Jordan Montgomery. He literally just had a bullpen. Okay, so that's start, different. Can he start today? Why, if he's going to come back and pitch, he with, uh, if he's going uh, to start in games, yesterday he might have started with, uh, with the Real Riders. Okay. If he's going to start in games this year and he's effective, absolutely, he's a thought. But I'm talking right now that you're telling me Jordan Montgomery is a better, uh, more valuable person than Jay Happ. You can't say that right now. If he comes back and he's lights out, yeah, he is. One hundred percent. He pitched one and two thirds, two hits, one run. It was unearned. Three strikeouts. Right, so he's not really stretched out. Mm. Uh, I don't know. See, the difference between him and Severino is Severino is your ace. Jordan Montgomery is a back in the rotation guy. Not saying that Jordan Montgomery can't help you, but if you're comparing him to Severino, the where do you? What would you rather the Yankees do? Put Severino on the roster if all things are equal, or Jordan Montgomery yes. on the roster? No, if it's down to those two. Absolutely, go Severino. Whose stuff is better? Whose stuff is going to translate Severino. better? And you know, you need to see a lot less out of Severino than you do from Montgomery coming. I back. agree with that. I think Jordan Montgomery really needs to like blow you right. away. And if he does, and it comes down to him or Hap, at this point, one hundred percent, I'd rather go with Jordan Montgomery. But as we're talking right now, I asked you to give me a guy who the Yankees if the Yankees saw Severino and he was okay in September they're going to put him on the postseason roster Jordan Montgomery's got to go out there and pitch like fucking Randy Johnson (laughs) no I'm being serious yeah in order to get on the roster not not Yankee Randy Johnson no I'm no Randy Johnson real Randy Johnson right not Fugazi New York Randy Johnson um all right so we're at we're still at nine yes and Seve's still a question mark so we might even be at eight right yeah Jesus who, I gotta look at the roster. That's right? crazy. We I gotta, gotta be free. Right we got Britain on there, right? Ben Heller pitched two innings today too. Two strikeouts, no runs. Oh, Ben Heller's thrown again. Yeah, I want to be up tomorrow. It'll be interesting if he gets called up tomorrow. I, I don't see why he wouldn't get called up. Shoot All him right, a text. here we go. Right now, Luis Cessas. Luis Cessas making the postseason roster. Uh yes. If if we're struggling to find names right now, I right, write these names. Write them down like over here in the second column. 
and then we'll we'll if we'll we're struggling I'm, to I'm writing down though yeah. okay so cc half all right that's good um sessa you Nest- throw cortez nestor right? cortez yeah i'm going off the roster now okay. nestor cortez this way we i'm just committing some memory Corey Gearin. Gearin could make a case for himself he could uh, I don't know. Guys like see, there's a thing like guys like Tarpley and Holder are still on the IL. Are they gonna? I don't. I haven't heard anything on them. Would they? Would they be considered if they were healthy? Maybe Holder. I don't know. Maybe Tarpley. I don't know. Well, let's go based on just guys that are healthy right now, and we'll include Batances in there because I think the Yankees. Really want Batanzas and Severino here. So you have what? How many names still down there? Six. Six for three spots. Yes. Read them off again now the, that we have more. The question marks down. are CC, Hap, Sessa, Cortez, uh, Garen, and Dellen Batanzas. Man. I mean, six guys for three spots. If we can assume that Sevi and Batanzas are going to come back and be effective. Let's put them in. Let's let's do the first half of this with assuming they're going to come back and be healthy. So let's throw them into the definitely on the postseason roster. So add Batances. Yeah. Add Batances and count Sevy and then tell me where we're at. We're at 10. We're at 10 with five remaining. I got to put Hap in there just because if somebody comes up lame or I need three or four innings, I who, who else are you going to go with? Yeah. And again, he might be facing there might be a lot of guys and whoever they're facing that he has a history against and you're confident throwing him against these guys no i'm not confident throwing him against anybody okay i wouldn't be confident that he could confident with him over uh steven tarpley Mm. or jonathan holder at this point it's like do i want to get hit by an 18 wheeler exactly or do i want to get hit hit by by a motorcycle or or do i want to get hit by a tank like which one is really worse it's it's picking your poison at this point you would have to group hap with cortez and sessa because you do they as as we have a constructor right now there's not a long reliever so they need a long reliever i would give it to hap i would too all right so put hap on there so now this is what we're left with and don't forget montgomery too i'm writing him on the question mark just in case all right you can do that but all right we'll see We'll see. All right, so now we got one spot left for CC, Sessa, Cortez, Guerin, and Montgomery. We'll vote off. I'm voting off Jordan Montgomery. So am I. All right, so sorry, Ryan. Two out of three votes. Man, I really I think, think Jordan you guys Montgomery are has so wrong on this that you can just write. Why him are off. you so because he's a great? Him. He was a really good pitcher for this team. He gave them innings. He gave them. He gave them work, and he he keeps the the team in it every time he pitched. Pretty much. I mean, what was his ERA? He was throwing in the threes every time. The whole point of this fucking exercise was to see if Jonathan Weisak had a spot on the roster, and we, and we didn't even write him down. down. So I think at this point, though, we've we've made our case that yeah, there is a spot for him there because definitely is a spot for him. who's more valuable than I, him at this point? I can I just look at this. All right, yeah. so if we assume that Dellen Batances and Sevi are healthy, this is uh, what you got. You got Tanaka, Herman, Paxton, Severino, Green, Ottavino, Britton, Canley, Chapman, Batances, Hap, and you give the final spot to Luizica. Yeah, yeah, over Sessa. Over Cortez. Yeah. I I honestly, the fact that Luis Sessa is still on this team is just making me think that they want to use him in certain spots in the postseason if they have to. Like he's 
I know he isn't good, but they seem to be very comfortable with him in certain spots. I think if Batances is not healthy, Luizica and Cesar are locks for, okay. the, for, the, for the roster. But do you agree? Now, here's a tough question because Cesa, yes, yeah, Cesa might suck, but the dude can throw strikes, whereas Luizica, you don't know what you're getting. Who's Who do you trust more in the postseason if you have to use one of the two? And that's a big if. You're hoping that you don't have to. Or if you do, if you do use them, you're using them in a game where you're scoring a lot of runs. Who I, do you trust more? I would trust Sessa more. I would trust a hurricane to come yeah. and wash Yankee Stadium away. <laughs> Shouldn't even joke right now. Isn't Florida getting slammed right now? I think so, yeah. Okay, okay, Chris. Did you know Randy, our our boy Randy, lives down there now? Yes. I didn't know that. You don't know anything. It's Randy. Randy Natolio. Uh, Randy Natolio. Uh, anyway, yes, okay, God, because now people, because Chris had to call, call attention to it, and now people are going to be offended. Yes, <laughs> hurricanes are serious situations. We live in New Jersey. We've dealt with our, enough of our own serious flooding and destruction from hurricanes. If you were offended by the joke, then I do not apologize because it was not meant to it be offensive. It wasn't a joke, really. It was, um, it was just like, hey, kind of I would fact. rather a storm come and wash Yankee Stadium away than have to sit See there one of those. And, Guys in Pitch a big, big spot. Out, get big outs in the postseason, okay? And I agree with you. And I agree with you. I honestly, I'm taking the guy who might not throw uh, as many strikes as you want him to, but you know can strike out almost any good hitter so if in the major Batances leagues right now. So if Severino are healthy, you have one spot open right now. You're telling me you're giving it to Luizica. Yes. What do you say, Ryan? I'm giving it to Sessa. I think that the fact that he's been on this team the whole year is, it says a lot about him because there was no he had no options left. He had to pitch at his best. But let me ask he you wanted something. To play the whole okay. What if everyone was healthy? Yeah. From the start of the season, at least through the summer, would he still be here? I don't know, man. I mean, every year there's injuries, so that's that's a tough question to answer. I'm only asking you because you said it says a lot, and I agree with you. That was my case for him. But I'm asking you because what is, what is the reason why he's still here? Is it because the Yankees value him, or is it because they couldn't they been, couldn't afford to get rid of him? Real, I mean, we all like to poke fun at the guy and say he sucks, but he hasn't been he bad. Hasn't been. He's Yankees had some role, bad outings. He's had some pretty bad outings. Okay, Masahiro Tanaka gave up 12 runs. Oh, no, I know, I know. Uh, you want to kick him off the postseason roster too? Everybody has a bad outing. But the Yankees might have found a role that works for Luis Sessa. Yeah. They might realize now, hey, you know what? Luis Sessa is not a spot starter. Luis Sessa is not a guy that I want to throw four or five innings in a spot start. Luis Sessa right. is not a guy that I can count on to be, you know, like a seventh or eighth inning guy. But Luis Sessa can give me two innings here. Uh, so, Rai, you're saying Luis, you would take Sessa over Loisega if it came down if to the two? If it came down to those two, for this reason alone, out of those two pitchers, which one is more likely to implode? Who would you say? That's, a That's such a tough question. That is a tough question. See, because I I don't think it's tough. I think it's Loizaga, and it's not. It's just. But have you really seen him implode? I think Loizaga his first year see, with was that last year. Yeah, he imploded pretty much every time he started. He would give up walks, and then that was it. Sessa's stuff is not bad. No, Sessa actually has some decent stuff. I see what the Yankees have seen in him, but I just think that. When I'm looking at these two guys, if they're going to be used in a serious role in any way, 
I'm looking for the guy who has the better chance of coming in and dominating the hitter and striking his ass out and not even letting him put the ball in play. And for me, at that point, I'm going with the Loisaga because either he's going to walk the guy or he's or he has the stuff to strike him out. Yeah, he can and walk, I think Sess is more of a walk, contact hitter, uh, he, contact pitcher. He easily walk nine guys in inning. Well, you're not going to use him and l- allow him to do that. You're going to bring him in and hope that he can minimize any damage that's already been okay. Been so done the, the point is, is that the Yankees don't really want to count on either of those two guys for big outs. To be honest, like if we're being honest, they don't want to count on either of those two guys for big outs. Correct. But if you're saying that one has to make the roster, you're going with Loisica. I would go with Loisica, yes. And Ryan wants Luis Sessa. Yes. Luis Sessa. Is Loisica still our number one pitching prospect right now? Uh, mm. No, Debbie Garcia. Debbie. Right. So it, that's and that's if we have Batances on there healthy. If Batances is not healthy, then they I think they're both making the roster. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't okay. see why not. Okay, and would you be in agreement with that, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan just got. A Sorry, no, because uh, I'm looking up stats, bro. I'm stat guy, Ryan. Oh yeah, no, no. But this is why I go Sessa. Seventy innings pitched, twenty five walks for Loizaga. Nineteen and a third innings pitched, ten walks. Yeah, it's way too many. Yeah, he walks a lot of guys. All right, but how many so I want a guy that's gonna that has a better chance of getting outs. And out of those two, for me, it's Luis Sessa. How many innings does Loisaga have? Nineteen and a third. Okay, that's not updated because you're on right, baseball okay. reference. Yeah, well then he has more. Who cares? Walks I, I don't. Innings. I don't need it to be uh, updated. How many strikeouts does he have? Uh, not updated. Nineteen. Okay, so he's pretty much. Obviously, averaging a strikeout an inning, and what does Luis Sessa have? Sixty-seven. How many? Seventy. Okay. So he's averaging almost a strikeout yeah. yeah, in a much higher so, sample size. So you know what? At that point, right? I I might have to sway to your side there because you don't want you because don't even, you've seen more out of Sessa. You don't want to have to use either of those guys, right? But if you had to, you want the guy that has a track record that you know can just get outs because that's all you're going to want out of that part anyway. Okay. Out of that role. Yeah. So Sessa. So Sessa. I'm going Sessa. Now, now what about, what if CC's like, guys, my knee feels great. I feel like I'm 25 again. No. That's great. Too much of a liability at this point. And I think he knows that. I think the Yankees know it. And I think they'll all be in agreement that he just shouldn't be on this roster. I, you guys know I uh, no one loves this guy more than I do. On I'm sure this his team. wife does for the team, for the team. Yeah, that's always been your favorite. Um, my favorite. But I'm sorry, he just and Christian. I read the thing you retweeted that Feinstein tweeted out, and I read the replies because you were saying how fans were just ripping him, and I was so heated going through it because the the things that these fans can say about this guy blows my fucking mind. Seriously. Yeah, it's, it's the one I do. I agree. He should not be on the postseason roster. Yes, it's not about that. But the way these fans right. talk about him is fucking disgusting. It's disgraceful. To be it really with is. You. It really is. And you should be ashamed of yourself. You call yourself a fan. It's a joke. Absolute joke. Yeah, I I was uh, I don't know. I just happened to see some of the replies and i'm like you gotta you gotta be kidding me like that's how you're gonna speak of this guy that he's being selfish 
How's selfish. Being, I don't. I don't understand the notion that CC Zabathia is being selfish because he's trying to go out there and help the team win games. He's trying to take innings off, you know, so the the bullpen doesn't have to be taxed as much as it is. It's not like the Yankees are sitting on like nine or ten different starters that they could throw out there. Right. Let me ask you a question. You go to a job, right? You go to a new job, you sign a contract. You're a few years into your contract, let's say, and you got an injury, you're hurt, whatever, and you're trying to show up to work every day and be the best guy that you can be. Is that you being selfish? Or is that you trying to do the job that you were signed to do? Whether whether you want to believe it or not, if the Yankees felt he was a liability or a hindrance to this team, they would be sure to to tell him. They are never going to feel that way about CC Sabathia. So it's his obligation to try and get healthy and do what he needs to do to make this team better. You know, here's the funny part. Everybody wants to make fun of guys like Ellsbury and Bird and even Stan that they don't care. They don't try to. They're injured all the time. They don't want to play. They just want to collect their checks. And here's the guy like CC Sabathia, who you know whose body is falling apart. The guy is at the finish line of his career, and he's just trying to get on the field to help his team. Yeah, yeah. He said in the post game yesterday that out of its ten, out of ten scale, he said it hurt. The pain is out of ten. And I had I didn't see his post game, but from numerous sources, I've seen that he was clearly frustrated, he's deflated deflated and if you can hurt. sit there as a fan and call cc sabathia selfish i i i Look what w- he did last year he he lost five hundred thousand dollars to back up his catcher yeah well that's not where, where i was even going with this but that's an excellent point i challenge you to walk into the yankees locker room and say that to any one of the 24 You'd other be guys fucking killed immediately and aaron boone and Mike Harkey and Larry Rothschild and Brian Cashman and say that to their faces. You'd be killed immediately. And tell and tell them that you think CC Sabathia is selfish. You'd be killed selfish. immediately, and I wouldn't feel bad, and I don't think your family would feel bad. Whoever killed you might get away with it. Probably. Because the judge might be like, yeah, he might have a point. Yeah, you know what? So I'm sorry. You if you that was your take on CC, then you're dead wrong. And uh another No thing, pun intended. And yeah, well, you're the one that's you know, Murdering. advocating for murder over yeah, there. Really. Uh, anyway, and then the other thing is, is that oh, here's the other narrative that was coming out of that. He's hurting the team. How is he hurting the team? Seriously, we can't even put together enough pitchers for a postseason uh, roster right now. But he's hurting the team trying to come back and pitch innings. What are you a fucking moron? Seriously, he's hurting the team. How? How is it How? his fault? Yeah, okay, he put the Yankees in a bad spot last night he, uh, on on Friday night. He only gave him three innings, but they had a lead going into the sixth. And I'm sorry, he's thrown, what, seven innings in his last two outings? How many runs has he given up in those seven innings? How many runs? Uh, Three? He's Four? not the re- I mean, even him leaving after three innings is not the reason the Yankees lost on no, Friday the night. Reason, they didn't hit. Right. And, you know, Tommy Kainley had a rare bad appearance. There's certain scapegoats on this team that fans love to go to Stanton Stanton strikes out too much CC can't pitch innings Jay Happ sucks well, Jay whatever Hap right suck. he does suck but my point is Jay Happ can go seven innings and give up two runs and the Yankees lose two nothing and they'll blame him somehow instead of looking at the game and saying well our offense just shit the bed tonight 
they'll just go right to that person that's the easiest to blame. They want to blame CC Sabathia for throwing three innings. How many runs did they score yesterday? Two. Two. You think that's enough to to beat a team like Oakland who has been red hot again after the All-Star break? No. You're going to have to score more than two runs. I'm sorry. It's just... Yeah. It's just it's 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 honestly it's people being lazy and not wanting to truly analyze the well, issue. Well, you know with the what game. the issue is is that Twitter. There's a lot of laziness on Twitter. Some dumbass tweets something has enough followers that are like, hmm, I think that might sound right, so I'll retweet it, right. and then it starts growing just like a spider web, right. and then it, it just becomes a narrative out there, right? And it, you know, and you wish that it would stop. Now here, we'll get into. Here's another one. You want to dive right into this one? Here's another one that Didi Gregorius should not start. Oh Jesus Christ! On the should not get a postseason start. He should be on the bench when the postseason starts because his WRC plus is lower than whoever the fuck else. First of all, I I if you're using analytics to dignify whether or not Didi Gregorius should start a game in the postseason. You should you you just don't understand baseball and you're going to call me an old man and I'm yelling at the cloud and I don't understand baseball. This is where analytics fucking lose me because not everything is found at the bottom of your calculator. Okay, there are certain things that can't be quantified by punching fucking buttons on a calculator. I've gotten to the point now in my life where I know analytics are taking over the game and I've become okay with it. And you want to tell me you want to construct a team over a 162 game season that is going to give you statistically what you're looking for. Fine. But when it comes to October, there are guys that any statistic you throw at me, I don't give a fuck, right? Aaron judge. Would you give a fuck what his WRC, whatever is, or his war at the time? No, Didi. Oh, he's got a, his his woba is below league. Now. I don't give a shit. Ana- I don't care. Analytics are a great, great regular season measurement. They don't mean anything. But in they the go. Who won the World Series MVP last year? Steve Pierce. How do you think he measures up analytically? Oh, right. <laughs> right. Saw David Fries when he won uh, MVP a, few, a while ago. Didn't on, David man. Eckstein win an MVP, uh, World Series MVP, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, yeah I think yep. that 2001 World Series. I mean, Series come on, now. You think that guy it was goes, jumping off the page analytically? Analytics, 100%. I'm all on board for reg- regular season measurements. They are great, a great way to determine how to win baseball games. But when you get into October, all of that goes out the window immediately. You think that, you seriously, first, I understand the Yankees are a very analytically driven team. That's how they find guys like Urshela and Voight and Talkman, and it works for them. But you think that Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone are going to be sitting in a room the day before ALDS Game 1 and be like, well, you know what? Uh, uh, I think that we should sit Didi because his Woba is lower than Edwin Encarnacion's. Okay. Let's let's pretend okay. like uh, a guy like, um, I can't even think, was still on this team, right? You had like Torres, Mabin, guys like that. Just bench guys, and you had an extra spot. And then you want to dive into the analytics and see who you could use more valuably off the bench at that point. That's a different story, but we're talking about Didi Gregorius. You're going to tell me that your stupid saber metrics and analytics and all that is going to determine if he should play in October or not? Come on. 
I'm sorry. If Didi Gregor- Gregorius is starting game one in the ALDS, Didi Gregorius is healthy. He's starting game one in the ALDS. It's just, just the way it's going to be. You, I just can't imagine a world where the Yankees are going to be like, well, your Woba is too low, so we can't start you in the playoffs. I mean, if you think or your your WRC, so we got uh, Cameron Maben's got to hire one, so we'll try him out at shortstop. Give me a fucking break. Like seriously, if you just think about the Yankees past two years in the postseason, Didi Gregorius has been at the forefront of it. I mean, he he got them past the Minnesota Twins two years ago. If it's not for him, who knows if they win that game when they're trailing three nothing in yeah. the first inning? He goes out there and hits a three run ding. I agree. Then he, he had another big home run against Cleveland. A couple, a couple of them. Of them yeah. Come on, man. He's different been, games, he's different ball game. He's been clutch in the postseason, man. With the depth that this team has, if you want to tell me that the Yankees get past. Uh, whoever in the ALDS, and Didi's 0 for 18, and he's just yeah. flailing, looking like shit at the plate, and you want to make a change because he's ice cold in, in the ALCS? Yeah, I could buy that. But to start the postseason because you're just looking at bullshit analytics, and yeah, that's what they are. I don't care. You know, throw all the fucking analytics you want at me. When it comes to certain things like that, they're bullshit. They don't mean anything. Here's the best argument to it. Let's just say Masahiro Tanaka didn't have any history in the postseason. He's had the the year he's had or over the last couple of years where he's up and down roller coaster ride for something ERA. Are you going into the postseason matter of factly saying he is my number one starter? Have I never seen him pitch in the postseason before? Correct. No. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. But has he not proven himself in the postseason? Yes. Has he shown us that he's a bit? Has Didi done that? Yeah. Yes. Plus, so an, why? So why are you even thinking it? Why? And isn't this team really right right-handed at the yes. plate? And what does yes. Didi bat? Lefty. lefty. <laughs> so would you want a lefty in the lineup to maybe mix things up? And not not only is he a lefty, but he's a he's a, a power. He's turned into a, power. a guy who can hit a home run at any at bat. I'm sure. Didi, I mean, if you want to be fair, if you want to describe Didi Gregorius as 2019 at the plate, average at best. Yeah, but we're also talking about a guy who was thrown into this thing coming off of a big time injury no, and I'm didn't just, really have the same preparation. No, I know. I'm just, a- I'm just saying why I think that that it hasn't been the best. Let's, you know, it still just shouldn't be an argument for anyone. No, look, here's what the problem I have with analytics is: is that you never use your eyes. You don't use your eyes. Open your eyes. Oh, oh, look, oh, look, uh, this guy, this guy, this guy, and here's Didi. So we're going to, here are these three guys. And even though it doesn't make a lot of sense, isn't, to me, my best defensive team is probably, would you want, you have to, I would think if you, you're really trying to put your best defensive team out there, Didi Gregorius has got to play shortstop. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, see, I think the question isn't, is Didi Gregorius going to get a start in the postseason? The question is, is Luke Voigt going to get a start in the postseason? Yes. And I think the answer is no. I don't think he'll be the definite starter every single day. I think Edwin will be, but I think they're going to mix and match. Here's and here's why a lot of this is stupid to even argue about is we don't know what Urshel's injury situation is. We don't know a lot lot of players. Same thing with Edwin Encarnacion. Yeah, players, players, players. But I'm sorry, you know, you got you want to come at me, my, my, you know, you want. Tweet me and tell me I'm stupid. That's fine. I don't really care. But you you cannot always get the answer. Uh, Woba, okay. Look. Is Woba real? Or yes, do you just like saying No, it. it's weighted on base average. Oh. 
That sounds really stupid. And WRC is your weighted. Why does it have to be weighted? Well, why can't we just see how what his on base percentage is? Because you have to use external factors, and oh, when okay. the sun is out, and gotcha. if, if the groundhog saw a shadow, how many how many high leverage pitchers he's facing versus bullshit arms you know, out of the uh, bullpen? Yeah. What the score of the game is? How right? long? How long is Santa Claus's beard? Did you go see him at the Willowbrook Mall or the Preakness and Mall? Let me say All those something. things are important in figuring this out. I got to say this. I love those. If I really dove into those statistics, right? If I really understood them, I'm sure I would love them, but I would never use them to truly evaluate players. Because those statistics are great to really break down certain situations and what factors are playing into certain things. But at the end of the day, you got to use your eyes more than you use those statistics. Yeah. I mean, they're great. This is analytics to me. Their best use is finding diamonds in a rough, finding guys like Luke, right. Floyd, finding guys like right. Joe Rochelle. That's where they're best used in my opinion. When you're, I mean, come on now, let's be fair. You have veterans of the game, like Edwin Encarnacion and Didi Gregorius. And, you know, even, you know, you want to say, well, Luke Voigt's not a veteran, but we've seen seen a decent amount of them. Are, are they really going to tell you something that your eyes aren't aren't showing you? No. To me, they're not. No. I think if you want to use them to debate who should be your first baseman between Edwin and Voigt, maybe you can you can you can get maybe me you there. do it game to game though. At maybe that you point. can get me there. But to tell me that you're going to sit your starting shortstop when you don't even really have a true shortstop on your roster outside of him is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And like I said, you want to use that kind of stuff to structure a team to play a 162-game season and be successful and make it to the postseason? Hey, it works. But we're we're not talking about guys who are now valued by their statistics as far as the the saber metrics go we're talking about guys who have proven themselves now once you've proven yourself and have become a staple to that team you're not looking into analytics the way some people are to evaluate if Didi Gregorius guys like him should be starting in the postseason I'm sorry you're not he hasn't been bad enough to the point where you can say to yourself, oh, I can't start Didi in a playoff game he's been average at best at the plate and he has and- some big hits and home runs Oh, the probably his biggest game was uh, when he L.A. in L.A. Yeah, when he told Dave Roberts, "Go, yeah. f- you know, yeah. go fuck yourself." Yeah. After yeah, who did he walk in front of him? Was that Sanchez? Guy? Yeah. Plus, you got to think too. What's the most games you could play in the postseason? Twenty games, right? If you had the wild card, and then you go best of five, best of seven, seven. Yeah. So twenty games max. That's twenty games only. That, you can't measure anything in twenty games. That's, a, that's such a small sample size. So how are you going to use analytics? If your argument is Woba or his season that he's having, fine. My argument back to you is, who's had some of the biggest hits in the postseason for the Yankees over the last couple of years? Aaron and I'm Judge, telling you this right Didi now. Gregorius, if you use your analytics, Greg Bird. If you use your yeah. analytics <laughs> to put Didi Gregorius on the bench, and the Yankees are like, "Oh, that sounds like a great idea. That's what I'm going to do." All right. Let's say you do that. That means Glaber Torres is your starting shortstop. I don't want to hear a fucking peep out of you when Glaber lets you, when Glaber makes an error that costs the Yankees a couple runs of shortstop. Because right. you know, that's I what agree. you wanted, right? That's what the analytics told you. Right. I agree. So back to CC Sabathia, right? Just yes or no. 
Has he pitched? Has he thrown his final pitch as a major league baseball player? No. Ryan. Yes. I don't. I don't see him going out like that. I I don't think he he wants to go out that way, and it's the same reason why he's retiring. It's not that his arms, you know, losing anything. It's his body is breaking down, and I think it hit its breaking point. This could I, sound really stupid, but I think he'll be okay enough by the end of the year. Even if he has to come in for literally one batter or one pitch to go in there, you think he would? Yeah, I don't think he. You think he would do that, that though? Honestly, then no, that, no. That's I said, selfish, by, I said it? by the end of the year, meaning everything's pretty much wrapped up. If everything's not wrapped up by then, no, then he has thrown his his. I'm talking. It's got to be the last couple games, and the home field has been locked up. Everything's been locked up. Then I see him coming back and throwing a pitch. Just to, to throw a pitch, just to to face a batter. I don't know. I'm, I'm telling more you that. Prideful than that. Yeah, I don't see him doing that. Why? I think what's because it's why an, it's to an throw ego one thing. to I mean, throw a, to throw to throw a to well, throw to a okay, batter. So maybe he's feeling better enough to th- get through an inning or something. I'm just saying that at the least he would still come back to get his final you know time on the mound I and think say that, goodbye. I think he's got to say to. Aaron, Aaron Boone's got to say to him, CC, you got to give me at least, can you give me three? Can you give me four? Yeah, I disagree. He's not, I just can't see him being the prideful guy that he is. Be like, yeah, Skip, I'm going to go out here and throw this baseball one more time and that'd be it. No, it wouldn't be something that CC comes to them and says. It would be something that the Yankees approach him and say, look, we got everything wrapped up right now. We want to send you off the right way. Would you be available to come in, uh, out of the bullpen maybe for an inning today if we needed you, if we wanted to call a call on you. Yeah, I feel good enough to say that I can get through an inning. He comes in, maybe he throws to a batter. He's not feeling too great. He signals in, and that's it. But at least he's okay enough to be available for that day. I think that happens. And if he's not, CeCe will be the first person to tell anyone there that they need to shut him down, and that's it. He's thrown his final pitch. CC will be the one to say it. It won't be the Yankees. Anything that happens with him from here on out is on his terms. What if he says to? What if he says it's on his terms? So what if he's like, "That's it. I'm starting game one of the DS." No, you know yeah. what I mean, Dick. So what if that team that the Yankees face in game one of the division series is the Oakland Athletics? Are we scared? <laughs> Are we scared to face the Oakland Athletics? Because that's an, that, that was an, another thing. Even after you know, even probably even leading up to uh, DJ Lemayu's walk off on Saturday was, oh man, I'm scared to face the Oakland Athletics. Let me ask you this: If we face the Oakland Athletics, right? Who's going to have home field advantage? Uh, the Yankees. Okay. And um, how many postseason games have the Yankees lost at home in the last few years? Two. Okay, and last year, uh, two years ago, who did the Yankees face in the ALDS? That'd be the Indians. Okay, and do you know how the Yankees teamed up against the faced off against the Indians during the regular season? I'm sure they didn't do well. They went two and five. Okay, were they scared of them? Oh, they were scared. Oh yeah, no, but they, you gotta understand something. It, it's it's different. It was different then. We didn't tw- Yankees Twitter didn't really exist in 2017, and those that were there really didn't care about this Titan. We're right. gonna have this type of uh, crap going around them now. It's like you know, it's always got to be something wrong, right? So 
My answer is no. I'm scared. Oh, no. Oh, First of all, like you're, not, you're not scared of anyone. You want to know why? Because you're the Yankees. Because you have the best fucking record in baseball. That's number one. I'm scared. Here comes Lee Trevino. <laughs> no, not Lee Trevino. He was a golfer. What was the guy's name? Like, Blake Trevino? Uh, no. Cliff Lee? Adam Trevino? Adam Trevino? This is why. <laughs> why do I even bother having you're you? Ten, you're like 10 years older than both of us. Listen, dickhead. The guy that gave up the game-winning hit home run today, his name is Trevino. Lee Trevino is a uh, golfer, but I'm trying to think of what. Lou Trevino. Lou. Oh, oh, no. Lou. Oh, no. Lou Trevino. Scared. Scared to face him. Am I am I di- am I disrespecting the A's? No, they can be a a good scary team. They've been very good. They've been hot. Am I going to be scared to play? No, I'm not going to be scared to play anyone because I'm the best fucking team in baseball. I'm not going to be scared to play anyone, especially not at home in the postseason. So you got to understand something about the uh, regular season. It's a very it can be very quirky at times, especially based on when you play another team. You know. Were the Yankees as bad as they really looked in Oakland? No, but you could. They, they, Oakland really caught the Yankees, and this even goes beyond the Yankees' history there in the last four or five years. You caught them at a really bad time. And listen, Christian, you say this over and over, and it's the number one thing in evaluating a regular season. A team is never as bad as they're, as the, when they're playing their worst, and they're never as good as when they're playing their best. And that's, that's it. Are the A's really this good? Since the, since the All Star break, are they really this good? Are they built to win a championship? Are they? Are the Oakland A's built to win a championship? Uh, Who's their best pitcher? Think, Homer I Bailey. Think if you make the playoffs, anyone can. Anyone. Can I didn't say that though. Are they built to win a championship? I don't really. Now uh, you know what we've evaluated so many of these Yankee teams and said, are they built to win a championship? I'm asking you, are the Oakland A's built to win a championship? I don't. What did Ryan say? They lead the major leagues in blown saves this year. Yeah, something like that. They have a lot of them. Would you, would you trust that bullpen? Okay. Here's here's another question. Are the Houston Astros built to win a championship? Yes. yes. Okay. So why was that so easy to say yes to? Because because they're fucking. They are built. The Oakland A's are not built. They are a hot baseball team right now. Could they beat the Yankees in the postseason? Absolutely. Anything can happen. Like you just said, Rye. But are you going to be scared of the Oakland A's? The basis of everyone being scared is that the Yankees head-to-head this season have been pretty bad against Oakland. Uh, I forgot what I was even going to say. Oh, no, scared. But you, should, you shouldn't be scared of a team that, that isn't better than you at any part of their game. Do they have better starting pitchers? No. Do no. they have a better bullpen? No. no. Do they have a better offense? No. no. Do they have a better defense? No. no. The only team that you can even have the thought of being scared of would be Houston because their starting pitching is vastly superior to the New York Yankees. That is the only team that you should maybe have some sort of doubts and hesitations to want to face in the postseason. That's it because they're the only team in the American League that has a, an advantage over the Yankees in a, spe- in a specific category, and that's starting I pitching. mean, if you're start, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you want to. Some of these guys have looked really good against the Yankees over the course of the, the last week or so. But if you're facing the A's in, in the postseason, they're going to Brett Anderson, Homer Bailey, Mike Fires, and Tanner Roark. I mean, that's going to be their rotation. Brett Anderson was trash against the Yankees going into that start uh, last night. Yeah. Well, I think he was 0 6 going in. Yeah. So, you know, that was an aberration start for him. Homer Bailey, you're going to be scared of a guy that had a five ERA going into before he started dominating against the Yankees? No. No. Are you going to be scared of Tanner Roark? No. Come on, man. 
I mean, uh, again, if you, this is what you're worried about, then, you know, the Yankees should just, you know, why even bother? Again, just like we said a couple weeks ago or last week, the fans are just trying to find something to be negative about. That's all it comes down to. Like you said, if they win the World Series, but they do it in six games, they'll complain that they didn't do it in five. There's just always something. Now the new narrative is Yankees better pray they don't play the Oakland A's in the postseason. Get the fuck yeah, out I mean, of here. Sweeney Murdy was, was really, really uh, pushing that. He's a Yankees might be scared to face the Sweeney Murdy is also in the postseason. Sweeney Murdy is also someone that is big in the media, in the New York media right now. And he knows that, that he's smart Catering. because he's, he knows that that's going to be a topical conversation. Yeah. And he jumped on it. Is it, I mean, would I, would any of you do that if you were big, a big name in the New York media? I, I know I wouldn't, but is he stupid for doing it? No. I mean, he knows that that was going to get a lot of attraction. Well, here, here's what, if I heard, it was on Twitter and I heard that and I was like, a, and we were like on the fan and was like the, the Yankees lead beat reporter and did their post games and I wanted to come, here's what I would say. Uh, you know, I've been reading a lot on Twitter here that the Yankees should be a scared of uh, the Oakland Athletics. Let's have a logical conversation whether the Yankees should be scared of right, the Oakland Right, but where A's. did Murdy say it? Where, did he tweet it? No, he know. said it during oh, the post Oh, okay, game. then that's different. I thought he tweeted it. Should the Yankees be scared of the Oakland Athletics? Here's my answer. No. <laughs> because I thought he tweeted it and, try, and he was trying to get engagement uh, and everything. If he's If he was truly saying that on, a, on the post game... That they, he said, matter of factly, he they should be scared. Yes. Then that's he just said, that's he said, a I bad, don't know. I, that's I a think bad the take. Yankees might be scared to face the Oakland Athletics. He definitely one hundred percent used the word scared. Scared or scared? Scur- oh, yeah, he did. He did say scared. He was like the scared. Yeah, he said they're scared. I don't know, dude. Again, anybody you know, Oakland gets in there and they beat the Yankees. Would I consider that a major upset? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would consider that a major upset. Look, your focus in in the postseason. Is the same no matter who you're facing, and, and no matter what game or what level in the postseason you are in. Why would you sit there and go, "Oh my God, we got to play the Oakland A's"? No, you're sitting there going, "Let's go." This is fucking game one of the ALDS. You don't give a fuck who you're playing. You're gonna win. If you anything, know, I'd want to play the A's for you know, anybody. This kind of creeped up. I don't know if you remember. This kind of creeped up a little bit last year. The Yankees went to Oakland late in the season. They played like trash. Yep. Oakland was kind of nipping at their heels to take over the first wild card, and people were like, oh, scared to play Oakland. Yep. Definitely don't want to play them in Oakland. Happened two years ago also in 2017. And then what happened? Oakland came to New York for the wild card game, and they folded. They folded immediately. immediately. Shit didn't by, even by last an batter. inning. Okay? It lasted two batters. Yep. Yeah, who was that pitching? He was like some incredible. Hendricks. So they won yeah. with an opener in that yeah. game. It probably, obviously, would probably be a little bit different in, in a series, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, you know, it's like the, you know, again, could the Minnesota Twins beat the Yankees in the postseason? Yeah. Are these the same Minnesota Twins that the Yankees uh, handled all those times in the postseason? No, it's a different team, but, you know, when you get to New York in the postseason, things are a little bit different, and I got to see it happen before I can right, say exactly. it. And when you've had that much history as the Minnesota Twins against the Yankees in the postseason or just in general playing in New York, that's in your mind. Whether they want to admit it or not, that's in their mind. The New York Yankees are not going into the postseason against the A's and saying, oh my God, guys, we've really been, we've been bad in Oakland. 
over, you know, the last couple seasons, oh, we're sc- not going to win. I'm scared. No, there's a different level of confidence because the Yankees have not been nearly as bad in Oakland as the Minnesota Twins have been over the years in New York. Let's look at it logically. All right, right here, right? Before the season even starts, your ace and probably your best reliever land on the IL. Still haven't thrown a goddamn pitch all season long. Did that stop the Yankees from getting to the best record in Major League Baseball? No. Your captain, your leader, your best player, when he's when he's playing at the level that he's playing now and showing everybody how goddamn good he is. And again, you want to talk about embarrassing takes, the shit that you heard about Aaron Judge le- until he got, leading up until he got hot. Oh, he's a bum. He sucks. You know, CMB had him batting eighth in the lineup. That's yeah. what they want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Smart. The guy missed how many games? Chunk. Did that a good yeah. chunk? Okay. Did that stop the Yankees from getting to the best record in Major League Baseball? No. John Carl Stan, former league MVP, on a bad year, hit 38 home runs last year, nine games this year. Did that stop him getting, getting from the best record in Major nine. League Baseball? No. You, ha- you got what? How many games you got out of Miguel Andujar? Probably about this, maybe five? Yeah, five really bad games. Your best offensive player in 2018. Gone for the year. Did that stop him from getting the best record in Major League Baseball? Hold on, let me think. Didi Gore's Tommy John surgery. Did that stop him from getting the best record in Major League I don't Baseball? I think so. I might have to look that up. I have to look that one up. Baseball reference updated. What you? about Aaron Hicks? Hasn't he missed time? Oh, yeah. Aaron Hicks. You know, he goes on. Holy shit. I forgot about yeah, Hicks. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Aaron Hicks, starting center fielder. What's going on with him? Uh, I think they just said he was he's, he was finally re- uh, cleared to resume throwing. I forgot he was still in this team. Aaron Hicks, Luke Voigt, Edwin Encarnacion, it's Gio Urshela. Okay. Next man up. Gary Sanchez, all significant IL stints. Did any of them stop the Yankees from getting to the best record in Major League Baseball? Nope. And now you throw on Gio Urshela, who's been phenomenal for this team. You have Glaber Torres, who never officially made an IL made it to the IL, but he's been he's missed time injured. DJ uh, too missed a couple games. DJ was was hurt a for games. a few games. I mean, you go up and the, down the, the list. Uh, the point of what I was saying about this is that the Yankees have dealt with all this adversity throughout the entire course of the season when any other team, any other team in Major League Baseball, maybe, be, maybe, you want to say maybe Houston, because Houston's dealt with their own share of uh, injuries, yeah. okay, would have folded and would have just packed it in and said, you know what, guys, we're dealing with this many injuries. It's just not our year this year. Yep. Did the Yankees say that to themselves? Nope. So you think that even if they got swept in this series after getting swept in Oakland and they went 0-6 versus Oakland in the in the regular season, and then you know, they would have saw let's say they would have saw them in, in the American League Division series, you think they were saying to yourself, Oh fuck. You think that would have been their reaction? Uh nope. Okay. So, you know, this team has time and time again bounced back and showed you that they are strong mentally and are you know they're they're there for the long now will they win a world series time will tell you can't you can't say it you can't say you can't definitively no you can't susan Thank but you. to say that the yankees would be scared about playing any team in the postseason is just utterly ridiculous utterly Anything else on your notepad there that you want to talk about? You want to talk about it? You want to talk. 
nothing. And on that's that. another. There's another one. Oh, I love. I love Mike Talkman. I want to. Talkman have his, needs to play over Stanton. Yeah, Stanton's I want to. I want to have his babies. That's how much I love him. And now you know the guy's in a slump. He's back to being Mike Talkman. It's like, and I still, I still get this guy off the team. You said it last episode, Christian. He could literally not even hit one more ball this entire year, and you're still praising what Mike Talkman did for this team. Absolutely. So I'm not. I'm not devaluing him or what he has done for this team. But this is why we say time and time again, instead of saying, oh, my God, Talkman's this. He's better than Stanton is for this team. Instead of doing things like that, you have to take these guys for what they are and say, he's a filler. He's been absolutely great for this team. We love you for that. Time for Stanton to come back now. Yes. Time for this guy to come back now. Because those are the guys who are here for a reason and get paid big bucks for a reason. And I'm not saying Talkman can't be great one day, but it's that quick mm-hmm. that now he's slumping and he's a completely different player. Who should I rip eyes? right now? Because I ripped Mike Ford last episode. And Ooh. then the guy was just like, yo, dude, fuck you. I'm going to go and hit yeah. a bunch of dingers. Dingies. You know who needs it? You know what? Brett Gardner needs it, I feel like. Uh, uh, who? Who do you want to uh, give it to? Who are you going to rip? You know what? Fuck you, Jay Hap. Okay? Yeah, fuck you, you Hap. You suck. fucking jerk off. You yeah, really, bro. He sucks. Get him off the steam. I like this. Eleven, better, dude. Oh, I got eleven wins. I'm good, dude. You got a five point five seven ERA. You suck. Okay. You suck. You suck. He Jay sucks. Hap, he shouldn't no even hitter. be on this team. No hitter tomorrow. The fact that I have to have major brain damage for even including you on a postseason roster. Like seriously. Major, major brain damage. Okay. That honestly, dude, like seriously, don't the Yankees have like some sixteen year old they signed out of a Dominican instructional camp that could Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Could we throw him out there instead sure. of J Hap, seriously? Yeah. J Hap's just like I actually heard the kids never even pitched. He's just oh. he just threw really hard and they they signed him. Here it is. Here's my 92 <laughs> mile an hour fastball. And then he looks shocked when he gives up a home run on it. Yeah. That was Bum. actually the case for the Oakland Athletics. They signed a kid who was at a Colorado's Ro- Rockies game and he threw 96 on this. Yeah, like, you want to be afraid. That's a great. You want to be afraid of a team <laughs> that signs guys. He was playing one of those play radar fucking, games, like a boardwalk game. Okay, they sign guys off of fucking carnival games. And you, <laughs> this is the organization you're afraid of, okay? Uh, the guy's playing a fucking carnival game, and you're like, give that man a contract. Billy, Billy, and Billy the, Bean has been And we're supposed to be scared. Oh, no. Billy, okay. Billy Bean has been great with all the shit that he does and everything, but how many fucking championships has he won doing all this? Settle. Settle. Has he built good teams that seem to be competitive and... and and stay yeah. relevant. Yeah, have Absolutely. they won? A, have they won a championship? The Athletics, you'd probably say, have probably a top five best records the last ten years in the regular season. Uh, definitely in the second half. All right, here's here. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Now I'm going to go home and watch this movie. But when you watch a sports movie, what's the end of the movie? Right, it's always the big moment. And where, I want my scalp. Where the team wins that, oh, that big. Where the team wins that the big game, the big moment. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Are you going to say the ending of Moneyball? Who the fuck was the ending of Moneyball? Yeah, this guy right. had a bird, had a walk? No, the ending of Moneyball was that his daughter sang a song for him and he went home and like was confident and then Chris they lost. Pa- Remember Chris Pratt, uh, yeah. Pratt played Scott Hatterberg? You know how it should have ended? Scott Hatterberg. It should have ended with his daughter saying, Daddy, I'm really not proud to be your daughter. And then you that's what it was. Anything. Scott Hatterberg draws a walk. His on-base percentage is now 390. The played end, by like, fucking Andy from The Office. I mean, uh, from Parks and Rec. Okay, so that's the big moment in Moneyball. Scott Hatterberg drew a walk, okay? This is the team we're afraid of. And yeah, yeah maybe this comes back to bite me in the ass in October. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but and we'll replay. Was that his name in Parks and Rec? What was his name? Andy Dwyer. Andy. Okay, it was Andy. Star-Lord now. Yeah, Star-Lord. Star-Lord. All right, okay. So tomorrow, the Yanks and A's will wrap up their series. Uh, Sean Manaya, who... Uh, I. His He's first game back since August of last year. Yeah, what happened? He didn't have Tommy John. Was I believe it a he did have. Uh, maybe it I was, thought it was shoulder. a shoulder. Yeah, Sean well, Manaya. He had a significant injury, I'll say. You that. know what? He was a good pitcher yeah. for them uh, against J.A. Hap. Just another Hap. Hap. <laughs> Is that what it stands for? Yeah, just another. Just another bad start from J. Hap. J. Hap. Just another Hap happening to be a bad start. Sorry for you guys that on Mike Mussina Hall of Fame Day, you got to go and watch the fucking worst pitcher <laughs> in Major League Baseball. I like this. I can't believe it. Like, seriously. Mike Mussina. I guarantee you that Mike Mussina can get more outs tomorrow than Jay Happ. You want to put money on it? I bet Is you. Is he throwing first pitch tomorrow? You want to throw a shekel on it that Mike Mussina can bust off that knuckle curve one yeah, more time? Yeah, I want to throw a knuckle curve. On a, on the and then pitch. it's Labor Day, not Glaber Day, 105 start, Yanks Rangers. Mike Miner will oppose TBD, who is getting called up uh, tomorrow. Sweet. Nice. Deserved it. Uh, and then we got uh, Yankees. I guess the Yankees don't have anybody listed because... Uh, they haven't had anyone listed for the last few games, so... Some guy named Hurado is pitching for the Rangers on uh, Wednesday Lance or Lynn Tuesday. Yeah, and then Wednesday, Lance Lynn cool. will be taking the ball for... Uh, what are Lance Lynn's numbers? Can you just tell me? Uh, he's pitching to a 377. Good for him. And that's another thing. I got this guy constantly in my mentions on Twitter saying, yeah, he should resign Lance Lynn. No, they fucking shouldn't have. Not for that Never. money. I mean, he's making, what, three years, $36 million a, for this is, uh, the this is where we'll end this. It, I'm tired of recent. It's called recency bias. I'm tired of this shit from fans like, oh, we should have resigned. And Lance. last year they were going, why the fuck did we sign this guy? He's recency a bum. Bias. He's old. Great, great phrase there. Like, like why, should, why didn't we resign Lance Lynn? Because he fucking sucked. Because he sucked, okay? Sucked. And because he's having a good year with Texas, we should have signed him. Look, you want to tell me that the Yankees, again, uh, for the last, I'm not going to go into this. You want to tell me the Yankees should have thrown the extra year at Patrick Corbin? Fine. I will agree with you there. But again, the Yankees the Yankees did that thinking that Luis Severino was going to be healthy this right, year. Right, okay. Right. So they didn't want to go. Okay, so that's that's fine. So now you're talk now you're looking at Talkman. The Yankees were looking to fill out the back end in a rotation. If you want to tell me that maybe where they should have went is Charlie Morton, okay, I can I can live with that. For but sure. if you're telling me that the Yankees were going to re-sign one of the two guys that they made mid-season acquisitions for last year, not including Britain, including the two, two starters they got, Hap or fucking Lance Lynn? Not even a question. Would you even put it no, in, in no. the put the no, thought in your mind that nope. the Yankees should bring back Lance Lynn so he could grab his balls and spit on the mound and throw that no. junk cutter or two-seam or whatever the fuck he was throwing last year? 
Yeah, it's a lot of fastballs. Hey, great job by Lance Lynn pitching to a yeah. sub four ERA this yes. year in Texas. I'm happy for him. I like Lance. But Lynn. come He's on, cool you're gonna tell me, oh, the Yankees should have given the money to to Jay Happ instead of Lance Lynn? Get the fuck out of here! You're, if Lance Lynn was pitching to a, a five ERA and Happ was pitching to a, even a four ERA, would you be saying that? Nope. Come no. on, I'm tired. You know what the Yankees? You know what the Yankees are gonna do to Lance Lynn on on Wednesday? What? They're gonna Lines send him to the showers in the in the fourth inning. Okay, okay. And this is Chris's favorite. So the Yankees after uh, we'll wrap up on this uh, after tomorrow. The Yankees have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine home games for the rest of the year. And out of those nine home games, one, two, three, four, five, six of them are on weekday nights, and they're going on uh, everyone except for. Uh, the Friday night against Toronto, they will be back to 635 starts. Mm. Nice. That Chris loves the 635 starts. Yeah. My wife just called us assholes. For? Because she can't park right now. She called me an asshole for... Don't you have a driveway? Parking too far like up six, the driveway. That's not my driveway. problem. I'm not parked in your driveway. She called you an asshole. Now I got to go. So I got to go get my kid out of the car. He's probably sleeping. Sucks for the kid. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, you know, happy Labor Day to everybody. Be safe. If you're traveling, don't drink and drive. Don't be a dumbass. Uh, there's, they invented this thing called Uber. Uber. I, don't know, I don't know if you heard of it. Uber's not a sponsor of the show, but hey, Uber, come on. I'm giving you a fucking plug here. You can throw us a few shekels. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, call him up. Call, call Stack Guy Ride. He's, not, he's a loser. He's not going to be doing anything tomorrow. Call me up. Oh, that's right. He might commit to a barbecue and not show. A barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a draft actually tomorrow. I'm not going to the game. All right, that's why we did the show today. We thought we thought of you today, Sack. Thanks, right? man. I All right, so uh, everybody, be safe. Enjoy your, the rest of your Labor Day weekend, and uh, we will be back. I don't know whenever the fuck we come back. So thank you for listening to episode 141 of the NYYST podcast. Please follow us at NYY Sports Talk. Uh, Stack guy, Rye, and Chris. Say goodbye. Peace.